0: listen to the black guy who tips podcast because rod and karen are hot
1: beano i'm so for relo skin like green like i'm CeeLo. hanging out with kilo kish smoking on that keisha i'm gonna need that visa i'm working on everything that i'm touching man i'm busting two white Russians drinking themselves It's still ain't nothing yo what's east side if you can't tell north dakota and glendale so fuck y'all all y'all if y'all don't like me good put that on my partner man i wish a nigga would i'm saying we ain't playing man i hope that's understood i'm in my zone though fucking round with that photo eating my mama salmon but skipping on the risotto girl say that she need the follows tweet me and she'll do any man i'm trying to stay off reading to make me angry again. i'm back at the tour bus recording the two of us stacks at the apple store man this balling is new to us trying to make amends. balling on all my friends niggas went to the club said to beat the gucci instead man i'm feeling right my nigga fam yelling don't stop and half my crew is always faded like some low top hey welcome to the black guy who tips podcast your host rod and karen and we're live on a wednesday to end the week yes sir i uh, finally get a couple days off hopefully um mm-hmm. been working hard um for premium people we had uh the pregame at Balls sports this morning um we also have um a movie review for Superfly mm-hmm. um out with me and tone uh the fire starter podcast um we uh uh we were on the insanity check podcast this weekend, so we just do a lot of work been all over the place mm-hmm. yeah, um if
2: you have a nerd off me of your feed too
1: yeah from last friday mm-hmm. yeah um at any rate if you guys uh um, uh, want to hook us up? Help us out. Always go look for the Black Guy with Tips on iTunes and Stitcher, and leave us five star reviews. The official weapon of the show is the taser, and the unofficial sport is bullet ball and bullet ball extreme. And this podcast is sponsored by Shadow Dog Productions. We're in the middle of shooting a new comedy web series, which will debut on September twelfth. With that in mind. I have a very special request if you or someone you know is experienced is an experienced film crew person of color who lives in or near north carolina dm us at shadow dog pride on twitter at shadow dog pride i'm looking for uh to expand the diversity on my ongoing film crew and none of the usual methods have made any headway we are an indie project so don't expect hollywood money but we do pay on the day in cash yes we have received several of those payments and it's always good money man so um yeah indie people i know a lot of people like you do stuff you don't get paid you do stuff um and you don't get respected Dexter's a great person to work with yes he is he will pay you he's very professional Mm -hmm. he's very nice and it's a great environment to learn yes it is we learned a lot of stuff working with dexter and i think um if you're a creative in north carolina whether you're trying to learn whether you just want to go somewhere where your talent and your time is respected uh dex is a great person to hit up so dm him at shadow dog pride on twitter and um we can just get into it like that so help him out all right guys let's get into the show there's all kinds of stuff going on i don't even know where to start guys i'm a little tired today a little bit down but we're gonna make it work we're gonna get through it together all right i just need y'all to believe and uh (laughs) we'll make it fun i do
2: i do i I believe it something that uh, i've been thinking about and you know we've been talking and things like that uh i don't know if i'm gonna do it or not but i'm actually uh considering i'm gonna look into our insurance Mm -hmm. and i'm gonna see if our insurance covers therapists like and i and i think i'm gonna go to one
1: yeah i think i I think it does i think it would we got good insurance so Mm -hmm. i've been thinking about that too as well so yeah i think between all the shit that's happening with this like current administration the political climate um dealing with uh uh all this stuff and then like you know social media relationships and shit i feel like half the time me and you talk even in person we end up talking about shit that we're dealing with whether it be uh via social media or friends or whatever so um you know i definitely think it wears your mental health down You know i don't know about this environment where we're constantly sharing and seeing bad news all the time you know half the time people hit me up with a link to something that's a link to some fucked up shit like rod you gotta see this um which you know i never get upset with them about Mm -hmm. anything but i think it does take its toll um you know you get tired working all the time all that stuff we work very hard we do um i think it does add up and The way i view life some of the shit that people take to to heart or they take like very seriously are not things i take very seriously correct and but i would never try to tell them they're too sensitive or they need to lighten up because i want to be you know some level of uh um some level of considerate to their vibe as well as my own but you know i think especially with us becoming the focal point of a lot of uh attention good and bad um it it does something to your brain you know Mm -hmm. i was listening to uh big crit before we started the show he has a song talk about the price of fame he was talking about how it made him depressed and he was on pills and all this shit and he's like legit famous you know what i mean but um i think the point is universal because now with social media we all can be a little bit quote-unquote famous even though we don't want to be you know or even if that's not that that wasn't the goal a lot of
2: people think just because you became famous or just because you became popular or just because the spotlight is on you that that's something that you were actually seeking and that's for some people it is true but for the average person it's false you just happen to excel at whatever you excel at and got the attention from it and with the attention came the fame the purpose of what you were doing was not to seek the fame
1: yeah it reminds me of the um the the phrase familiarity breeds contempt mm-hmm. where basically the closer and the more you get to know a person eventually you become aware of their shortcomings because they're not perfect no person is perfect right they're not gonna always agree with you no person will Mm -mm. they're not always gonna be the wokest or most informed no person is but those things start to stick out more than the commonalities more than the positive traits i find it happening to myself not just happening to me but you know sometimes i'm like oh man this person's kind of full of shit because they do this this and this And it's not really fair because they're a human being. You know, when I talk about loving people differently, having to step back, having to let people do their thing and cook, you know, the other side of that, that I don't talk about enough is that's what I desire, which is why I give it to people.
2: Correct. I want my
1: room to cook too. I want my room to, to joke like we have on the show. I want my room to make my points and expound upon them in context like we do here. Um, But I want that everywhere. I don't just want it like, you know, and it's probably irrational to want something like that. In environments that are designed to take that away from you You right social media takes it away from you uh you know like context is kind of in the eye of the beholder um you know so it it, you know we all control the narrative in our own minds of the story but that's not the whole narrative there's always another side there's always another way to view it um so it just kind of puts me down on shit you know i can be in my zone i can be doing really good and then just you have and because i know it's unhealthy but i'm a bit of a relationship perfectionist i am kind of like well where did this go wrong why is this going wrong and that kind of shit bothers me you know it like wears me down like a battery um so you know just that kind of shit going through that like right now as we speak and that's kind of like some uh you know i like i don't i I think people talk about bravery and shit and you got you know being open and honest and you know i keep a lot of stuff to myself uh with uh things that we go through and things i go through but you know there is some level of um you know example that we set, and some level of just the fact that people can relate to the things we are talking about i don't think i'm alone in this
2: oh no no i don't i I really really don't and uh, you know, I've shared on the show and I've, you know, I've been talking to your mom and she was telling me about this podcast called therapy for black girls,
0: mm-hmm.
2: where it's a professional therapist. And she actually has other professional therapists on her show. And they talk about therapy and different types of therapy. And they go through all the different things uh, around that. And she does tell you, you know, they're talking and stuff. You need to actually get professional advice. But you know to actually go through those things, and so you know just talking to her has really been making me thinking. My uh, perspective on therapy has evolved, and it's changed over time. Um, it's particularly like me raised up in the church, where you didn't really hear about it, or everything was a prayer it away. It's gonna be all right, you know. Put it in the Lord's hand, which is great but him and the therapist need to work together you know him and the therapist and whatever pills or whatever they all can can be in 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 agreeance if Mm -hmm. if that's what you into everybody act like that's a form of weakness or there's something wrong with you but everybody is different um particularly with the climate that we're in I'm, i'm actually in a better space but particularly after the election but for real for real i was a ball of anger after the election like really really legit spit fireball mad at white folks and I had to learn how to get myself together because in my mind I was like y'all motherfuckers is the reason why this country is going to hell in a handbag, and y'all don't realize how fucked up y'all making the country. And it was, and I was just mad because I was like, y'all don't give a fuck about me. Y'all don't care about my people. Y'all don't care about LGBTQ. You don't care about anybody brown. And, like, I was just angry all the motherfucking time. I might not have expressed it. I might not have showed it at all times. But it was laying dormant within me. It, it was just 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 an anger that I just didn't know how to put out, you know. So I had to learn how to uh put that energy in a positive place because this is an energy and it will consume you if it allows, if you allow it to consume you. And particularly being on social media, I've seen so many people allow that rage to consume them. Mm-hmm. Like slowly over time because I watch and I observe, I, you know, watch people and look and listen And I have seen people slowly, just everything, just anger, 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 all day, all night, anger, anger, anger. And you can just, everything is just angry. And a lot of them don't even realize that they've been consumed by it. Like they just, for a lot of...
1: We have so many ways we can focus our energy in now that make you feel like you're not mad about something else. Right,
2: right. Because like the smallest thing that happened and all of a sudden you see the timeline just is on 10 and you like well you know this infraction if you're actually looking at it with a rational logical mind excuse me and not on a place of anger it ain't that bad but everybody act like oh my gosh it's the end of the world world, world people like y'all know the the this, you know the, the the infraction didn't equal the amount of anger it's receiving you know but because people wake up mad go to sleep mad they just mad and because when you're mad like that you affect people around you you affect relationships with your husband your wife your spouse you affect relationships with your children you it's affecting work relationships you just affect everything around you and a lot of times you do not realize how much your energy affects other people and i'm to a point now where i'm like i'm in a better space don't get me wrong but i'm like hey I actually need to go to a therapist to actually find and figure out tactics that work best for me. It don't actually mean anything is wrong with me, quote, unquote, at this time. But who knows? I might go in there and realize I have some other underlying things that I haven't addressed or I haven't touched. Or, you know, because for me, um, most of my life, I I I put like this i've come to the point that the adult you see now is not the adult i was when i was in my early 20s you know i was very angry in my early 20s particularly once i moved out out of the house and once i realized and i started reflecting on how i was raised and looking at at just the world, and I i was very angry at my mama. I love her dearly, but I was very angry at her, because I used to be like, well, why did you do this? Why did you do that? You know, you should have known better. And it was just a rage inside of me. But I had to realize that people can only do what they know, and if they don't know, they can't teach you any better. Like, Like, like that's a realization that I had to come to on my own, and so I had to learn. In order to be better, I had to learn. I had to... Expand my horizon. I had to take that anger and 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 like I said, take that anger and change that anger into something positive. And it took me a long time to go back and heal those childhood wounds and heal those old relationships with family members and heal those old relationships with other loved ones and people that I loved and and doors that, you know, were open. I ha- I had to learn how to close those doors and move on with my life. I had to learn how to close those windows and move on with my life. I had to learn how to not to let those things consume me. Um, But particularly with the environment that we're in now, um like i say that that anger is 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 just i don't know it's just something else and it's died down but i know that the anger is still there and i know that i put it like this i'm like you i know what i don't know and i know that that sometimes you don't know everything no matter how much you think you know sometimes you don't know everything and sometimes when you snap and you respond you actually need better tactics but you don't use better tactics because you don't know better tactics
1: yeah i mean i'm not really a um person that snaps a lot you know um i I really try to do a lot of shit to either mitigate harm or to resolve conflict or to avoid conflict within reason i'm not afraid of conflict but i just know that anger is not really a place of power it just feels very powerful while you're doing it and Mm -hmm. then fucking it's over and then you're like i don't think i should have went that far and i know what anger is kind of a last resort for me and once i go that way the bridge is you know i don't remember the last time i've really spoken to someone in anger like a lot of people still like i heard <laughs> someone the other day's <laughs> accent oh, it's so funny somebody was like um you don't have to get hostile and i wanted to tell them like yo this is not me being hostile you've never seen me hostile no
2: y'all have not
1: you know what i mean like I, i'm sure if you listen to the show long enough there's been at some point that I, that i was upset or angry but no nah, you've never really you know like for the most part most people have never seen me get mad like right. and i try to keep from doing that to, you know maybe i hold a lot of shit in maybe i'm not as whatever but i know that i say something out of anger and then it's we never gonna be cool again you know and i just would rather avoid that um but i feel like there's a lot of misdirected energy and i think maybe it's just the way i think about stuff but when i some of the stuff i say i think people feel like it's kind of out there weird hippie as possibly but i i mean it but i don't think people can see what i'm saying like when i talked about kanye west and i think people want to you know most of my friends are very black or white on it it's very mostly just you know hey he's a bad person cool blah, blah blah the end right cool i got those jokes and stuff i, I don't care about that i'll make those Mm-mm. jokes right but i always felt like he got more attention than he deserved from that and not because he doesn't have a platform or we shouldn't say something there's an anger in that that's about the country and about us and our plight right and how dare he step out of line there's an anger in that there's mm-hmm. an extra level to it that's not about um that's not about him anymore it's about us
2: right but at
1: any time you know uh as an empath i see past a lot of people's bullshit they don't want to hear it they get mad so i so i've learned to kind of temper my responses but i also need to be honest i need to have integrity and live with what i can live with if i think this is the thing that's really bothering you and i and you're saying something else i then i that's how i feel you know what i mean you can tell you can talk all the flowery words around it i know for a fact is this you know what i mean and i'm very rarely wrong on that shit um and i'm kind of waiting on that other person to catch up to okay yeah that yeah okay i feel where you're coming from this is how i really feel right and i i remember what kanye i was like yo it's because we black and we hurt and it's how can he do this to us how can this this black man who said woke shit before and understood racism until today how can he just fucking do this it's infuriating and it hurts but when i say that i think people look at it as a sign of like weakness within us like what you trying to say i let him hurt me you trying to say i'm focusing my energy in the wrong place you trying like no we can't help it we human we just do this i do it we all do it we all could be better people if we wanted to but we all are human so we fall short of that shit none of us is perfect um so i think that's a huge thing i I think about and um social media for me has breeded so much familiarity with people that think they know you to the point where it's uncomfortable to like i, I had this i was thinking about this a day how many people would say okay i have friends right these are my friends we talk all the time online we're friends right if you deleted your social media how many of those people still have a way to reach you you know think about it it's like when you think you have a um a, a friend at work but you never hang out at work and you some one of you loses a job changes jobs or whatever and you never talk to them again were y'all friends or were y'all not i don't know like i'm not saying you're not friends because that's something but it's but it says something that we were just all in the same circumstance so we glommed on each other but when it when the rubber meets the road and i say this is my friend for life i'm gonna meet up with this i'm gonna support this person i want to talk to this person i I care about how they feel about things and how they're doing is that true or is it just convenient you know like um i don't know i think days like the day when the world is just going to shit around you and you're looking at everyone react to it and uh, sensing how much pain everybody's in and how much we take it out on each other and how much we take it out on um uh targets you know like we pick targets and it becomes that like you know you can't like this you can't do that you can't go here you can't you know like we pick out like a, a check like a bunch of agendas that you check off and then that determines if you're friends or not but that's not real friends You know i have friends that um you know i always say this but most of my friends are people i feel comfortable disagreeing with and we can still be cool right you know some people become friends because because strictly because of that actually like i know i can't be friends with a person that has no we can't resolve a conflict i know i can't like some people can do that shit i'm not walking a tightrope i hate that controlling feeling I hate that feeling of i'm disposable you're gonna throw me away because we disagree i'm not into that shit at all but at the same time i'm not into devil's advocate shit i'd rather have a genuine disagreement with my real friend than to have a fake alliance with people i don't know you know um but i think about that kind of that kind of stuff in the age where we really need each other now yeah you watch the you know you watch the supreme court go through all this shit you watch what's happening at the border you watch what's happening with um other people's rights and our own rights and stuff we need each other so bad and we're in so much pain
2: right and and we can't
1: see past our own shit to be like that's a human being over there too um and 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 we end up repeating the same cycles. so i don't know man it's you know i try to be an adult and be like okay this is worth talking about this is not this is worth you know standing on this is worth confronting my people about this is worth. but some of this shit we're not inexhaustible robots we're people and some you know there's battles you fight and there's ones you don't there's times where i feel like i'm absolutely right and i still let the shit go for the greater good you know but you know and i have an ego too i don't want that kindness to be mistaken for weakness i don't want Mm -hmm. that um you know all that stuff but i think when you're navigating life uh that way it can be unhealthy and you know it takes its toll on you some days and today was definitely a day like that for me where i'm just like out of sorts almost
2: yeah it gets like that sometimes and one thing i've said about you and i will continue to say this about you you when you speak i call it flat-footed you come out and tell and say this is how i feel And we live in a society where people are not truthful, particularly online with how they feel. They're not truthful with how they feel. The average person is not truthful with how they feel.
1: Right. You
2: put how you feel out there and niggas be like, wow, you really feel that way now? And they want to ride and roast and all that shit. When you be like, yeah, this is how I feel. And I'm cool. And I'm not backing down. And I'll take the jokes, you know, because this is how I feel because most people are, a lot of people, not a lot of people are fake and phony online and everything is an image and everything about them is crafted and everything has to be a certain way and everything, and you know, a lot of people just flow with the crowds. You know, it's a lot of people that you follow on Facebook and Twitter and things like that. If you really go down and look, do you really know them? Do you really know about them? Do you really know how they actually feel about shit? Mm -hmm. You know, do you know them as an individual person or do you know the the, um, image that they created for you? You know because that 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 is the difference some people are very truthful online and you go oh, okay that that that's who you are then there's some people you go no no that's not who you are you're just putting this image up because that's what you think is socially acceptable and those are two different things
1: yeah and it's and like i have put my vulnerabilities out there for people right to let them know you know i don't think i'm the greatest person in the world like we're doing this show my first thought is i hope we don't fail you know what i mean i hope we sell enough to make sure that we get our money back and our time spent is worth it and that people have a good time these are things i think about i tell people these things you know um when things are bothering me with friends and stuff i try not to keep i try to keep their names and shit out of it obviously we have this platform not trying to rally anybody i've never once in the ever being like, go find this person and say something to them or anything. Not on my behalf or anyone's behalf, but I I say these things because I feel like people can relate to one and I and I and it it does me well to know people when they're like, yo, I'm not, you're not alone. This environment is crushing, you know. Um, uh, and yeah, like I think social media is a huge part of it for me. You know, it's something that I'm trying to find a a healthy balance of, mm-hmm. but also i know part of it's in my head of wanting to be this person that understands and is understood and it's just impossible when you have so many people looking at you and talking to you and riding on you and and vice versa right it's just impossible and so i've taken this like live and let live approach to like yo what you do over there is your thing you know it's not disrespecting my humanity or someone else's humanity okay cool we're not gonna always be able to operate i, but I protect myself right you know that's why i don't listen to review shows of 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 music tv movies i don't listen to anybody's really um you know even my friends which you know hopefully they wouldn't take that offensive or i wouldn't take it offensive if they miss some of our shows or never listen though no, i really i wouldn't be offended mm-hmm. but um like i don't do it because i need my own for my own health my own mental health like i don't want to get too caught up in i hope this person likes the thing because i like the thing i hope they don't like this thing because i don't like this thing right um if i listen to a review show i normally only listen to people that like something or i listen to people that i find um entertaining outside of just the review right mm-hmm. um the same thing when it comes to um music you know i love what's my 48 because i love brandon love deidra mike twan all of them but at the same time i'm not trying to be like well what do you think about luke cage because i need some space for me to just be like this is my opinion you know and i think one of the things i'm realizing more and more is um not even realizing i've been saying for a while but social media implies this entitlement and ownership that we have to each other Mm -hmm. that we don't really have Mm -hmm. because you know like to me i'm the kind of person that like great example me and jl covan we become pretty good friends but you know mostly because jl covan jokes the way i joke he reminds me of my brother and my dad well we make jokes on at each other's expense but it's okay because we're doing it and we trust each other and we know that we're just joking with each other right you know um we've been going back and forth for months about black panther versus dark knight both of us love those movies but it's funnier to be like your movie shit my movie's great and vice versa um and and i and i look forward to it. it bring a smile on my face just thinking about it but that's our relationship that's a real relationship i don't have that with everybody mm-hmm. you know so it's th- it's things i have to you know that that i waking up to or realizing sometimes that um you know about that place about the place of social media that these are not real always gonna be real situations that we can like look each other in the eyes and be like hey you do know i'm we cool right you do know that this is just a joke or you or vice versa like hey i'm serious right now and i'm not joking you know um and i think that's a huge thing there's people i can that can trust me and vice versa and there's people that that, that we don't have that um but all this shit drains is what i'm saying right it's yeah. why i'm out of the facebook group probably gonna get out of all of them to be quite honest like it's legitimately worrying to me like i don't know i've not been diagnosed but i i definitely feel like i have some level of social media anxiety and i think it's only natural after you deal with enough trolls and shit that it's hard to tell the uh genuine interactions that you have with people from the shitty ones And sometimes they blend together. Sometimes you can be a nice person, but you can have a shitty interaction with somebody. Sometimes you can have a shitty, uh, a nice interaction with a shitty person. You just don't know, you know? And, um, it's like a big guessing game some days, you know? So I think, uh, that stuff affects me. And I like talking about it here rather than talking about it on social media because honestly, um, people can take it whichever way they want. People can hop in and hop out of it. People can, um, side with people and shit i'm not trying to get people on my side i'm not trying to convince people but i do think um i do think there's a lot of people that can understand you know they say misery likes company but sometimes with a misery and sometimes with a company like it's not always just someone attacking you like everybody can has can be miserable at times yeah everybody can be the person that eggs it on or joins in at times um or gets pulled into it at times like um so anyway these are these are the things that that i think about and it's hard to find the true balance but i'm really working towards it you know what i mean especially specifically this year like i've just been thinking about all this shit and how i measure my life because um and 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 honestly what the value of what we do um in different areas versus what we do for a living right you know we're giving a lot of shit away Mm -hmm. via social media um we're allowing a level of access to us that may not be um conducive to the work we do correct um that bar that kind of like blurs some professional boundaries Mm -hmm. um and i and and because i've as i've always said this is the wild wild west with the internet. You know we're figuring out as we go along you know so it's just things i'm you know anyway so that's what my head is at to start the show um because we are about to talk about some shitty shit that is going on in the world today right and i'm feeling kind of shitty like sometimes people i've heard people say you know podcast advice never get on the mic if you're not feeling like doing it well i feel like podcasting but i also feel like being truthful and the world is in a very shitty place right now and i am very mad and i'm very and like very hurt and uh and i know i'm not alone in this no you're not so you know we're gonna talk about it but you know it might suck maybe you skip this episode completely understand maybe you can relate to this episode completely understand and we're still gonna have jokes and still gonna be funny and shit i guarantee that but yeah you know it's just uh i'd rather give y'all the real than the fake for whatever because i truly do believe there's no value in faking this shit i people are going to look back and realize eventually how fake a lot of this shit made us as human beings because we should we should not really be allowed to all be not really allowed that's a bad word we shouldn't we're not all ready to be celebrity quote unquote Mm -mm. in a world where we judge celebrities as if they're not human correct we're not ready for that there's a lot of people that make mistakes and we treat them like they should be like a brand with a pr person and a fucking um you know a rollout with a perfect apology and a perfect communication and a third party this and, and 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 we don't have that we treat people like they should have money and, and and access to certain things we don't have that most of us don't have access to just like if we can get 500 dollars together in a couple of days or a week we don't even have that right we we don't have money and access to good insurance where we can do things like therapy where we can take a retreat where we can see a nutritionist where we can uh join the gym we don't even have the time for some of this shit we're overworked we're overburdened and we're completely inundated with media like uh i almost call it like attacks of information it's not everything's especially in today's environment everything feels like it's just a fire like it's just another emergency every day the news is just emergency 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 breaking news breaking news have you seen this look at this and if that shit ain't having some effect on you what good for you but i know it's affecting me and i know it's affecting my personal relationships i know it's affecting the way i feel even when i'm by myself so like i don't know that i'm designed to uh to see a black kid get shot in the back you know i don't don't know that i'm designed for that
2: mm -mm, I, i don't i don't watch none of that
1: but i also know i'm not designed to ignore it either so where's the balance Cause i don't want to be i don't want to live in a world where i pretend that doesn't happen it has no effect on me because that's just denial come on so it's so i don't know you tell me you know maybe people have found some better coping mechanisms but i don't know
2: and also i think that uh people don't want it it's it's going to be amazing within 20 years from now when they do a study about social media and how it affects you and how it affects your mind and, and things like that. Because truth be told, the human mind is not designed for the oversaturation of information that you receive on social media. It is not designed to filter hundreds and possibly thousands of items in a day. Your mind is not designed to do that and it will affect you in some way, shape, form or fashion. People run away and avoid it and just log offline altogether some people just pick and choose and filter and then some people kind of consume everything it guess it varies and back on what you were saying, like our personalities is somewhat different um and because like i say i'm i'm getting better but i'm more quick to, I, I have a tendency to be more quick of being like i don't got time for this and i'll i'm out i'll walk away because i'm like no i'm I, there's certain things that i'm like i'm not going to engage i'm not going to deal we're not going to have this conversation right now
1: no I i do that in a lot of cases but um there's certain people certain relationships I value and I don't want to do that too because that's Correct. also fake as fuck. I'm not that person. I don't just delete my friends. I mm-hmm. don't just uh fucking ghost my people. I don't do that. If if my friend wrongs me or makes a mistake and we talk about it and I can understand where they're coming from, nigga we cool again. I don't right. I'm not like this shit that we have now that has made it so cold and whatever the fuck this is, it's not real. No it's not. It's making people feel like they're not people anymore. And it's it's kinda ridiculous. Right. You know what I mean? Like and I know we're affected by this shit because we're watching kids be in cages. You know, we're watching um you know people uh get arrested for nothing. We're watching people get shot and killed we're watching people get assaulted we're watching people get um you know um you know uh have be discriminated against We're, we're watching this in a country that is clearly supportive of this i don't think it helps that i mean i guess maybe it does help a little bit but i've always felt that this was this country right but i but i but i i wish i was wrong
0: Mm-hmm.
1: you know like i wish i could look at this and be like nah i can't be this bad i'm just looking at everything like it's just gonna be worse and we're gonna need each other and yet we we're probably at our most like but not for real anymore like to me ever you know like we're 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 more likely to know a person <clears throat> via social media online than we know our next door neighbor i feel like we're that now
2: yes and you know? and there are actually people and friends that i have online that i actually see and meet and I actually have more interactions with than i do like some of my own real life family members that I actually live in this city. yeah
1: I, I mean i and this doesn't mean that those relationships aren't good or right. fake it's just something has changed you know and and it's and not all of this is for the good like when we look at this gamer shit you know what you know that is the same thing as um the ability for black people to go on facebook and create a, a facebook group and we all kind of enjoy each other's company like-minded well we might not bring a whole bunch of hate to it we don't we're not there to say because we're gonna go and harm somebody or something like that but mm-hmm. those same tools like reddit and facebook groups and all this shit though there's a white people who may not be in the same location but have the same ideals and that's what that that's the hub they unite around that's the fire that they uh, are drawn to and they become a community as well i think um it's harder to examine it when it's your community as opposed to other people's communities correct you know um so i i I don't know it just seems like there's a lot of uh i mean i'm just fleshing this out as i go that's just a lot of stuff in my head that i've been thinking about lately with a lot of the way that and not just lately like today but like for for years at this point where i'm just mm-hmm. like how much will people eat of you until you are no more and then be like he was delicious <laughs> you know what i mean like right mm, he's gone now but he was so good like <laughs> and, and, and people
2: will consume you till you know more if you allow them to and even then they'll look at you like why don't you have any more to give even though they've actually taken like basically sucked everything out
1: of you like you like sometimes i see people in these communities that are like y'all said something about this but not about that well maybe i'm tired come on maybe i went outside maybe i can't cover everything 24 7 maybe i just don't want to be sad today maybe i'm broken maybe i need some time maybe i was at yoga class you know like that kind of thing where people attack folks that way Cause they know that inside of you is a person that's good and wants to do good and wants to be right and wants to always be there for people but 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 we don't treat you like that person we treat you as if every day you need to wake up and prove it to me you know it's one of the things i don't say on this show um with the whole like <laughs> go to <laughs> go uh white people need to go to thanksgiving and cuss out they uncle and sh- i don't even mm-hmm. say it because it's kind of ridiculous
0: mm-hmm.
1: it's kind and and honestly who are you proving it for you what you gonna tell us on social media you cuss out your uncle for what like don't do that shit for me if you really have some sort of uh conscientious objection you talk to that motherfucker on your own volition because you think it's wrong i don't ever do shit for other people like that ever anytime i ever talk about talking to someone about something I'm doing it because I feel like that shit is just wrong. It ain't got nothing to do with so I can tell y'all about it or because um, I think that's gonna save someone's life one day. I don't think it will and a lot of times these niggas won't change but I just have to create a space around myself where i'm like my integrity says this is fucked up so i'm gonna tell you about it now you do what you want to with that information the only choice i have from this point on is we fuck with each other or we don't fuck with each other correct and that's the most honest realest spit i can give you but people don't really do that Mm-mm. you know people go argue on your facebook page or with with, with like your friends you know or um uh, <laughs> you know like they got a problematic uncle but we all go argue with everybody else problematic uncle you know what i'm saying like right right but it is the truth like we all we all have like guilty of that right Like, oh uncle james i can't tell him about himself but then someone else will be on my page like uncle james you ain't shit and i'm like hey come on man that's my uncle you know like it's that kind of shit but we have no understanding of other people and no correct no empathy or humanity seeing it in other people so i don't know It just i think about that shit in today's climate that's all and, it, and it's a lot man
2: it is a lot because mm. people are complex no matter how much you, people try to make things black and white things in life are not black and white so if you're around somebody and everything is black and white there's there's something wrong there's nuance to life there, there's a lot the, the average person lives in the gray area the average person does not live black or white
1: yeah i think and also people as Put values on you whether you're spouse to them or not correct you know and so i try to be clever careful and define for myself hey these are the things i value not the shit you think i value you know like i don't really have that big of a um i don't know how many times like I i say i don't have that big of a premium on being right i'm right a lot but being right is not the be all end all the shit that's not always the goal some sometimes i can
2: be like all right, but fuck it and with it this situation ain't that important for me just to be fucking right for the fact that, for the sake of being right
1: yeah there's a lot of shit in life where you can be right or you can be happy come you on pick, you pick and a lot of people pick being right um which is their you know which is their values but if they turn around and they're like i'm fucking sad about this shit that's kind of the ultimate result you know i've done that as well where i'm like i have to say this thing but it's gonna fuck up everything after this but at least i said it you know but you have to, but those are things I weigh all the time, all right, let's, uh, talk about some stuff, let's see, where was I gonna start, oh, it's been a while since we did this, oh, <laughs> There's something I want to ask you, there's something that I want to know,
0: and to this question, you have the answer, so tell me what I want to know. want
1: to funk do you want to funk won't you tell me now won't you tell me now if you want to funk let me show you how do you want to funk with me do you want to funk with me all right man um let's see what we got here um uh, <laughs> um ain't we lucky we got them guys uh an activist fear uh, activists fear a string of transgender murders could be the work of a serial killer three trans transgender black women have been fatally shot in jacksonville florida since the beginning of the year local activists fear that the killings are linked the transgender community in jacksonville is frightened gina duncan a transgender rights advocate with equality florida said in a statement on tuesday they fear this could be a serial killer or orchestrated violence targeting the community they do not feel protected on their own streets celine walker 36 was the first trans woman killed in jacksonville this year police found her body february 4th inside of a room at extended stay america hotel in the city south point area according to jacksonville sheriff's office um and tasha or Entashe maybe and tasha um uh english 38 was found shot in the abdomen between two abandoned houses in north jacksonville on june 1st she later died in the hospital and the body of a third victim kathalina christina james 24 was found at the quality in the suites on sunday about 10 miles south of where walker was found according to the sheriff's office Uh four transgender women was shot multiple times on june 8th but survived local activists said the shooting appeared to be a domestic violence dispute but and they don't believe that's related to the others but obviously life as a black trans woman is 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 dangerous i mean it's is no other way to put it the jacksonville sheriff's office is investigating the three killings as separate cases and released a statement saying that uh at this point it has no reason to believe that the murders are related community activists however are not convinced Paige mahogany the head of jacksonville transgender awareness project said she thinks the culprit is a serial killer the transgender community feels like there's a target on their back so she said in a phone interview we don't feel safe in jacksonville um jacksonville sheriff's office has not named any suspects but said that in the james case police were looking for a man in a beige car uh before english died she said the suspect had driven away in a gray four door vehicle according to florida times union mahogany said the relationship between the jacksonville sheriff's office and the local transgender community is strained of course how much time do you spend arresting people accusing them of being prostitutes sex workers misgendering them misgendering yeah of course of course they have a strained relationship and they're still black so you have that added bonus every day there are a lot of crimes not being reported because the sheriffs come out the sheriffs make the girls feel like suspects not victims a lot of these girls are being beaten up they're being robbed they're being assaulted but they're not reaching out to the police department Duncan, the equality of equality florida a statewide lgbtq advocacy group also expressed frustration with the jacksonville sheriff's office for repeatedly referring to the three homicide victims using male pronouns of course of course they did (sighs) which uh if i'm looking for the person who killed someone why the fuck would i go by the name that they don't go by that nobody knows them as. why would i use their dead name in the article anyway that doesn't even fucking make sense hey uh we're looking for the killer of blank blank i don't know that person oh uh she went by patricia oh patricia oh yes i know patricia why did you just why didn't you just say that you know what i mean not to mention if they are passing nobody's gonna fucking know that other name period it's gonna be like why the fuck would i even suspect to know that name Uh, it's it's just ridiculous um Mm -hmm. but also just um you know another hazard of just being uh who you are you know like you're dealing with underemployment you're dealing with uh, a lot of times uh sex work you're dealing with anti uh with the police like coming out dealing with transphobia and then i'm supposedly the same people that don't care about your life enough to say your name correctly when you die are gonna find a murderer you know people attack who they feel are the least protected that's just the facts of course that's just the facts so people are uh, going like i don't i say man i hope this ain't a, a black man doing this shit but um if it's a serial killer i really hope it's not but i say this all the time when we talk about um you know, the whole thing black men are the white people or black people and shit and people get all offended or whatnot, or I don't understand, it's too complicated. Whatever. I never feel like black women and children are targeted specifically because there's some some extra criminality in blackness. That's not no. Black people are just as human as anyone else and prone to the good and the bad of humanity. What it is is That's the least protected class of any group of people. You're
2: more likely to get away with it. And
1: people are more likely to be able to do shit with impunity to that group of people. Therefore, whoever's in proximity to that group of people will be more criminal than other people. You know what I'm saying? Like, I would love to see, I would pay money to see a study of interracial relationships where you have a black man and a white partner and how much domestic violence there actually is compared to everybody else because i would bet you in those situations it's a lot less because you just can't do that shit to everybody because your ass going to jail or prison or something you know like but you can hit a black woman and be back on the street the next day no big deal you know and and especially when you're a black man and you don't have that power in any other demographic so if you hit a white woman like that your ass is going to jail yes you is like there's something to it but the studies aren't that complicated or that nuanced they're always just black men do this more black women receive that more and i like i said i'm not trying to say those problems aren't real i'm saying the numbers are real they do exist these are problems in our communities and as of right now the only true solution we have is to be better black men because with, no one's coming to educate, save, or help except for ourselves. No one cares. But I don't think it's because we're beholden to some like criminal code that nobody else has. That's racist. And people always try to confront that point on. So you trying to say you just like these white people? You think black men more criminal? No, I don't. I think if you are around somebody if if you're around a store where you can just walk out with candy all the time, guess what's a that store compared to the store where they actually have security more candy gonna get stole because human beings are are flawed and do fucked up shit if they think they can get away with it
2: yes they will
1: uh trans woman was thrown out of a dc restaurant for not presenting id to use the restroom now i believe she's a white trans woman so mm. um that may be why this shit made the papers and everywhere because i did see this thread and i retweeted it and whatnot um in an odd coincidence it happened at a restaurant we've been to what yeah charlotte climber um went to a restaurant called cuba libre we went there with randolph in dc uh,
2: oh okay i know you're talking about yeah
1: we love that place
2: oh the food was delicious
1: i will never go back Mm-mm. like that's and fucked we up. randomly
2: picked it with him too
1: right like i can't see myself going back up in there that's like after reading this story it's so ridiculous um, so yeah, Charlotte climber recently took to social media to describe an incident of blatant transphobia she faced at Cuba Libre restaurant and rum bar in Washington DC this past weekend. While climber was out for a friend's bachelorette party, she attempted to use the women's restroom when she was stopped by a staff member and asked to present her identification, claiming that the ID was needed to read fem- uh, to read female for her to enter the bathroom. Uh, that's not actually not a law. Uh, Climber who works for the, the Human Rights Commission. So, um, yeah, dummy, you fucked with the absolute wrong one.
2: And <laughs> didn't know who you were fucking with. And my, and my thing, and maybe just me, I, I was bathrooms were just gender neutral, period.
1: Yeah. I, I mean, honestly, um, it's weird because the fear of cisgendered men is the reason that people use to say trans, uh, women should not be allowed in the bathroom but it's all it's really the fear of regular ass men quote-unquote regular ass it's men it's the dog. fear of the dude that you you know sit across from every day really because what you're saying is if we have no rules about the bathroom and men come in people with penises come in they will just be raping everybody that's just kind of the deal and it doesn't matter if it's not true it doesn't matter statistically we can't prove it It. Do, i feel like this is the end result of men and women sharing space together is men will be raping people and that's a be all end all to it
2: yep yep. and
1: i'll go ahead
2: no problem and men ain't shit so if a straight man decided he's gonna do that there's nothing you can do
1: we've been to more than a few establishments in our city that have gender neutral bathrooms Mm -hmm. never been a problem
2: Never, 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 and you know what, y'all? Let me tell you a secret. They look like regular ass bathrooms. There's nothing spectacular about it. You don't see glitter when you go in there. It's just a regular ass bathroom with sinks and toilets and a, and a paper towel dispenser and you get some a little bit of soap. That, that's and,
1: it. And like normally it's like I've seen the one at a time style where it's just like, right. hey, one at a time basically, um, not to mention it's so anyway it's not i don't even want to get into the dynamics just the general point is is this is not some ridiculous unattainable goal but it will be seen that way with this supreme court
2: right well then the other day i accidentally went into the men's bathroom i looked around i was like holy shit i'm in the wrong spot Mm
1: -hmm.
2: by accident
1: all right yeah but i'm I'm glad
2: nobody freaked out but did a woman walked in there
1: right Uh, i don't
2: think they realized i was in there (laughs)
1: uh when climber left the restroom she was met by attendant um and a manager who told her that dc law requires that you have female on your id to use the women's ba- bathroom it doesn't the manager refused to listen to climber and demanded she leave the establishment climber then pulled up actual proof of the dc law uh yes yeah, she wouldn't stood outside to calm down and she looked up the law and then she showed that um the law actually says you can use the bathroom on your gender identity i don't know why they would try this in dc it's one of the most liberal cities in america right the manager responded by threatening to call the cops on climber and then she was like yes call the cops i didn't do nothing wrong
2: i will sit right here call them bitch
1: now i will give this benefit of that's some white privilege type shit of course it is because like a black like and unfortunately if this would happen to a black trans woman she probably would have ended up leaving at that point
2: because she knows she probably been arrested, regardless of what happened, yeah,
1: now I'm not saying d c cops are gonna do da 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 da. I'm just saying we're a little more fearful of the police as black people. The manager never called the police, but continued to demand that climber leave, so climber called the police now the d c police actually have an l g b t q uh i a division mm mhm, so they put her through that, and then they sent the they came out. Uh, a lot of the patrons at the establishment uh either decided to leave after seeing what happened to climber came over asked her was she okay or you know respected her space and be like hey she dealing with something but i'm not eating here and I, and people was telling the manager off and shit uh you know which is dope to hear that people are being allies people are being supportive you see something wrong you speak out about the shit that's that's dope the fact that you would leave to so now you got an empty ass restaurant while you claim to be have been trying to avoid the other shit right bigotry don't care though think about this this man or two men or whatever and a bouncer they had people leave their restaurant behind this bigotry and they still somehow stuck to their guns instead of saying clearly the people in here are not bothered by her using the restaurant okay well as long as her cool with it keep the party going my bad
2: so you have people in their meals you have people like you know what just get my check
1: right so um, she did have the police come out. Many of the patrons of the staffsmen saw what happened left the restaurant divorced, to voice their support the clim- for Climber while also trying their best to cheer her up. The pol- police officers who arrived shortly after were also incredibly supportive, asking for Climber's pronouns and letting her know the restaurant was completely at fault. Climber was told that Cuba Libre would face investigation by the city licensing authority and the DC Office of Human Rights. Cuba Libre has reached out to Climber via Twitter and apologized, although many people, including Climber, find the apology lacks authenticity. Right um let's see what it says um try to blow it up sorry it's in little print Mm -mm -mm. miss climber oh let's see okay we are at CM's climber we are extremely sorry for the incident that occurred at our restaurant last night please view our full response below okay and then they put here Ms. Clymer, we're extremely sorry for the incident that occurred at our restaurant last night. As a rule, we support safe bathrooms and welcome guests of all gender identifications. Clearly, our staff did not do so last night and treated you in an unacceptable manner. We are immediately retraining our entire staff to ensure this does not happen again. It is particularly disappointing that this occurred during Pride Month when we were undertaking efforts and events to support LGBTQ community. Our ceo has reached out to you through a friend or of a member of your party from last night he provided a cell phone number and hopes to speak with you personally today we would appreciate your response at, the fir- at your first convenience yeah um climber has since responded i wish i could be magnanimous and let this be sufficient but i can't your manager intentionally made up a, a fake law to humiliate me mocked me when i patiently show him the actual law and act it acted like with condescension and aggression in response um i think this might be a whole thread cause she put furthermore so you know that's uh whatever happens after this ain't gonna be no uh mm-hmm. <laughs> ain't gonna be no just let's chill okay this this is not working out uh i'm wholly unconvinced that training uh will address the shortcomings of the uh, in the character of your managers callousness and bigotry far exceeded a simple lack of understanding oh yeah she's like you need fire this motherfucker right she ain't wrong she ain't wrong at all
2: don't give me no goddamn apology he should not have that job
1: right wait why did this okay what's going on with this um uh, hold on a second i was uh i was looking at the thread and it just disappeared
2: no problem
1: that was weird um but uh yeah no nah, i understand like how can you not fire that person if you if you if you're serious um uh, he was intentional in discrimination this person is not did not act in good faith You had a chance to do right by understanding the laws of this uh city you had a chance by understanding the culture of this city rich and lgbtq experiences you had a chance when i showed you the actual law you had a chance when the police confirmed it Uh, your manager did not attempt to make amends last night if he walked away if he walked over and given an apology after police confirmed to him our city laws maybe we'd be okay but instead he lied to the police and refused to make things right he acted like a child police people make mistakes and when they do and do so in good faith meaning with the best intentions i think space can be made to learn lessons improve ourselves and each other and move on this is a person who is quite comfortable in his bigotry and he is not sorry finally i don't know this friend of a member of a party of whom you speak but it's not my responsibility to establish a line of communication at this juncture i tried my email is in my bio and we'll get back to you at my convenience i'm not your ceo secretary it is not my job to reach out beyond what i already done and your company's nonsense will not waste another minute of my time this weekend take tomorrow on your corporate culture you will hear from someone within the next week mm, you know what that means i'll so suit take this shit to try
2: right right. you act a motherfucking fool and you never apologize you never backed down you acted a fool mm-hmm. other people left the restaurant right and now you're gonna lose business everything could have been fine she could just walked in the bathroom and we'd have been fine i don't give a fuck everybody does the same thing in the bathroom
1: by the way she used the bathroom she when she exited the bathroom they kept going like what was to be wow. done like what was the point after she used the bathroom what was the point then
2: activity was done transaction was finished
1: like can you imagine hey i used the bathroom well we're gonna have a talk ma'am okay this is ridiculous
2: I'll talk about what bitch me pissing
1: right it's over <sighs> anyway um oh god all this rest is moods <laughs> <get it> <laughs> <laughs> uh all right. Um all the news is bad today. What am I saying? It doesn't really matter where we go next. It
2: don't matter where we go.
1: Um yeah, so uh the Supreme Court um Justice Anthony Kennedy is gonna retire. He's been considered like a, a democratic to slash swing vote on the um on the pan on the uh judge um counsel. And, uh, now instead of five to four, we'll be seeing a lot of six to threes.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And, uh, he might not be the only one that's going to, um, retire mm-hmm. within the next couple of years. You know, Ruth Bader Ginsburg is up there. Like, you know, I, I saw an old tweet of Hillary's that said, uh, the next, the next president may choose four, up to four Supreme Court justices. It was on the ballot. Nobody gave a fuck. Supreme court also dealt a major blow uh, to nation's public employee unions. So, uh, right.
2: They fucking hate unions. Like, like Republicans hate fucking unions. You do not know the standard nine to five was created because of fucking unions. You get rid of unions. They're going to work people to death. They're not going to pay them. Workers are not going to have any rights. Workers are not going to be able to get together and be like, we demand more pay you know like like the shit is real and th- there are even some people who won't even put into their unions because they don't even understand they've been suckled into believing that unions are like the worst fucking thing ever i'm not gonna say unions are perfect yes unions have their problems but it's a reason for unions why do you think companies fight against unions because unions have power they demand that the company give them better working conditions they demand that the company pays them time and a half they demand that the company gives them holidays off they demand that shit and they get ready to strip all the motherfucking rights away
1: yeah and in this case they want to stop them from uh, being able to get too much money because in a lot of times they're the biggest uh, unions working people often are the biggest supporters of democrats uh so from the same supreme court that gave uh citizens united which meant corporations are people and can donate as much money as they want to to uh campaigns um unions apparently uh cannot uh do that so um yep um let's see um what else happened um Oh, bernie sanders says sarah sanders has the right to go into a restaurant and have dinner of all the uh things to be outraged about today that was his i'm not a great fan of shouting down people or being rude to people he said people have a right to be angry when congress gives tax breaks to billionaires and then want to cut uh nutrition programs for low-income pregnant women but he said the anger needs to be taken out in a constructive way didn't he Marcia king in the back what kind of political um dis? what kind of political disruption was he really doing if he believes this hey we shouldn't be uh let's keep it keep it nice look as i've said before yeah i think people had a right to go into a restaurant and have dinner he said um senator added that um alexandria ocasio-cortez who upset long-time representative joseph crawley a democrat from new york in a new york congressional primary tuesday is a prime example of taking anger out in a constructive way ocasio-cortez is a first-time democratic socialist candidate she's a former organizer for bernie sanders presidential campaign her win stunned political observers he did not endorse her by the way even though he will be taking credit for her win and people will be giving him credit but she actually ran on identity politics um which he discourages she took on the entire local democratic establishment in her district and won a very strong victory bernie sanders said in a statement earlier wednesday she demonstrated once again that progressive grassroots politics can what it what it can do interesting um uh, mm-hmm.
2: um Ah, uh, yeah we here. Ha- he just on my fuck you list. Like I hate to really be like that about him. That he just on my fuck you list. Like I, I I don't care. Like I just want him to motherfucking go away. Just go away. Just just go away. You don't give a fuck about any of this. You're not a Democrat. You you just come and you just say shit. And particularly for my black ass, particularly down south, you didn't give a. You skipped the whole motherfucking south. But I'm supposed to give a fuck about you
1: yeah and like i said i don't know how she feels about it but i just know that it's odd to be giving him credit for a win that he clearly was not a part of
2: right because he only cares about himself he's not even grooming anybody to take his place once he dies he's not even raising anybody up because it's always been about him
1: right um the house will vote on the immigration bill wednesday but it's unlikely to keep separated families at the border yet um i believe i believe it failed today like and that's after trump told the, the republicans to vote for it it still failed um Ah, uh, this shit. um so maxine water was basically like y'all republicans need to be prepared to get fucking confronted wherever the fuck you go because um y'all are doing horrible things to people and um this is the end result of that shit
2: people getting tired
1: like you know motherfuckers are screaming angry um well a bunch of democrats uh turned on her
2: yeah 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 and, and that's because she's a black woman 'Cause one thing about black women, black women are like, oh, I'm not putting up with no bullshit. And the thing is, they try to keep it nice and cute and polite. But you know what nice and cute and polite get you? The bullshit we got right now. That's what it gets you. Being cute, being we can talk about it, we can negotiate, versus saying, Fuck you, which is what they said when when it was reverse.
1: Like it's listen to black women when it's convenient, right?
2: Right apologize apologize for what fuck you bitch
1: right all of a sudden it's right,
2: uh, why do i gotta apologize right niggas out here saying all types of crazy shit you don't you don't tell your other colleagues to go apologize
1: mm-hmm. nancy pelosi said in the crucial months ahead we need to strive to make america beautiful again trump's daily lack of civility um has provoked responses that are Predictable but unacceptable. As we go forward, we must conduct elections in a way that achieves unity from sea to shining sea.
2: Yeah, because truth be told, even though they're quote unquote Democrats, white people protects whiteness. Lord knows the last thing you want to do is break hurt your colleagues' feelings that don't give a fuck about your base
1: chuck schumer said i strongly disagree with those who advocate harassing folks if they don't agree with you if you disagree with a politician organize your fellow uh citizens to action and vote them out of office but no one should call for harassing a political opponent that's not right that's not american You,
2: you you got a nigga in the white house that basically said violence i'll pay for you for your violence what are we talking about here
1: i find it interesting one um they are fucking with the absolute wrong one uh maxine waters actually put up a video of just running down all the times that trump has uh incited violence um so and it's like actual quotes of his so i don't know what the fuck these niggas was thinking with the whole this will shut her up kind of thing um two this is also why the white moderate the white ally is is not highly regarded right like all of a sudden you uncomfortable three y'all are only saying this because you want his white voters because y'all cannot stop believing in the um redemption of white people that's the problem with america in a nutshell they cannot believe The white people who voted for trump are racist bigots who are never coming back so they go we need to they say these sweeping things we need to all come together when it's time to vote we need to reach out to when it's time to what you're really saying is we need white voters and you're gonna scare them off maxine by saying that sarah sanders should get confronted when she goes out um so yeah she she read it on uh i think it was on politics nation actually um but they canceled that shit it's back good for them
3: Oh, Politics USA. This president will try to do everything to divert our attention. He calls me names. He calls everybody names. Uh, as a matter of fact, we expect that from him. But we expect we've come too close uh, to normalizing this president, listen to some of his statements during his campaign and since he's been president. His violent statement, so I'll quote, I'd like to punch him in the face. Another violent statement, knock the crap out of them. Another one, maybe he should have been roughed up. And then he goes on to say, try not to hurt him, but if you do, I'll defend you in court. Don't worry about it. Now, if that's not creating violence and supporting violence, what is i've
1: said nothing like that right i've talked about peaceful protests boom and all these people found time to scold her they held these panels media people came at her but in a world where the media won't call this man a liar they won't use that word in a sentence about him they won't call him a bigot they won't even call him racist after all the things he said and done they found a the time to call this woman uncivil get the fuck out of my face get the fuck out of my face dog it was, it was pure ridiculousness um on their part um so i mean obviously 100 i i wasn't even trying to play the game that was just regular news but still it's ridiculous um all right was there anything else say some. oh i did find this interesting joe jackson died today
2: i seen that going up put down the timeline 89
1: years old mm. he's yeah, stage four pancreatic cancer yeah, he like died a few
2: days ago they was like he was really really sick and then they next thing i know they said he was dead
1: yeah i'll tell you what i thought was interesting the reaction people had to this compared to xx tentation come on
2: that motherfucker was abusive
1: too now keep that same energy dog everybody was stomping on that motherfucker's grave out here i seen a lot of people feeling a lot different about this one. You know, it's a lot less speechifying. Maybe it's cause it's from our fucking, uh, generation. Right. Uh, maybe it's because we know how people feel about that family. And if you say something, someone gonna be in your mentions mad that you know. But, um, yeah, I, and I did see an article that talked about how, you know, he was learning and he was still doing better cause we will always afford that to men. Like if you're a problematic man, you will always be afforded the idea that you were going to grow out of it and be better, and you know take the right steps despite anything we see or say. You
2: know, Ryan, wasn't there a lawsuit going on with him and the uh, his wife over them kids or something like that? I,
1: I, don't... The, I don't remember, but okay. it sounds like that I remember covering it, but I don't remember the details. Right,
2: I know it was something like that, but yeah that man's 89 years old Uh, when he passed and the thing is the stories we've heard the stories we know the history but like you say we pick and choose who we love and who we criticize based off if we like you or not or based off if you are of our generation
1: we full of shit right that's all I'm saying we our generation is full of shit the way they came down on those kids because I watch people people make jokes about this he couldn't he found the one thing he couldn't beat well maybe they should have put cancer on stage you know i've seen the jokes you know i'm not even saying i didn't laugh or they weren't funny i you know me I, I i'm really not the person to go to for getting offended by jokes but i i was like yeah like we just last week it was you can't make a joke this ain't right. funny. this is
2: don't don't poke fun at the dead
1: yeah and then the, yeah and then the other way too right this is don't even say nothing about dead people
0: mm-hmm.
2: you
1: know this week it was uh you know and he was complicated you know it's, uh, he was 89 you know
2: 89 dog
1: It's like i said I, mean, I hate sometimes i hate seeing the world this way but this is how i see the world i'm just like everybody just picks they they own shit and they get crazy about it to other folks but they never stop to look at themselves and be like am i kind of full of shit well then maybe i should allow other people to be flawed as well because right. no one is perfect If you felt super strongly about needing to go online and shit on uh the other abusive dude's career and his life after he died i don't know why this would be different i really don't you know it's just we've come to be used to this shit over the course of our lives so it's different right you know but whatever um all right was there anything else i'm gonna say some of these sunday we should have bacon on yeah i love them Save some of this uh for bacon um and all right i don't want to do fucking with black people Mm -mm. been very open and Mm -mm. down today
2: Mm -mm. nope 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 i'm be doing
1: that let's see uh guess the race i guess we could do that might be fun um you know what i'm gonna do some white people news let's do it calling it for myself guys i need to do some white people news and and, and cheer up and look at white people's problems because they're never as bad as ours you know um and that's that's what really that's what life's really about guys right um let me pull up my song vicariously through them yeah like you know i almost did a whole show of white people news today uh but i would have
2: been here for it
1: i know but i wanted to to keep it real with the audience have a real moment to talk to y'all about this life right now okay going through some things and it's time for us to uh to heal with white people news let me turn the volume up on this i <laughs>
0: you know we
1: gotta start with white people song oh yeah, you know, yeah. the cuckoo guitars
0: Oh, see now. on the wall. There is superstitious. that is about to fall. 13-month-old baby. Broke the looking glass. Seven years of bad luck. Oh, yeah, good things in your past. When you believe in things that you can't understand and you suffer, yeah. superstition ain't the way. Suspicious. Wash your face and hands. Rid me of the problem. Do all that you can. Keep me in a daydream. Oh, shit, now. Keep me going strong. You sound better than your previous. Some of at all the ones. You don't have to save me. Yeah. Sad is my song. When you believe in things that you can't understand and you suffer, yeah. superstition ain't the way. Yeah. Shouldn't
1: either way, yeah, 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 yeah. Mm. Bring was, that heat. He was singing for real. He brought the heat and the lightning and the thunder on y'all ass. I don't know why y'all are acting upset. it's like I said, it ain't the best, but it ain't. Lord, no, it ain't the worst. Have some integrity, y'all. It's okay to admit when they did good. Okay uh all right let's talk about the news guys white people news i'm skipping the trump stuff talked about Mm -hmm. it enough
2: yes we did
1: winona judge's daughter is 22 years old and being sentenced to eight years in prison oh Mm -hmm. Mm mm-hmm country singer
2: she's been around forever
1: yep what you think she going to prison for karen stealing karen's going with stealing survey says meth
2: okay this is still the meth uh
1: her, uh the 22 year old whose father is Judge's first husband arch kelly is currently behind bars at the west tennessee state penitentiary
2: oh he behind bars too everybody getting locked up what's happening she's
1: been serving jail jail time since april no not he's behind bars she is
2: oh she is okay
1: kelly's release date is august 10th 2025 but she's eligible for parole in 2019 oh she gonna just get out next year that's for oh, sure you know she a rep for judge did not immediately respond to people's request for comment kelly was sentenced to prison for leaving a court mandated drug recovery program violating her tr- probation uh which according to which also uh according to radar line which also reported that her arrest was issued in night, in november 2017
2: oh so she was like i'm not coming here
1: i guess not i was
2: like we got to arrest you ma'am
1: in may 27 she pled guilty to meth manufacture delivery sale and possession with intent damn shit
2: she was she was doing it all
1: heisenberg right she was also charged make it mix
2: it and sell it
1: with black dynamite i sell drugs to the community right uh she was also charged with manufacturing delivering meth in nearby maury county uh but pleaded guilty to the lesser charge of possession of meth spokesperson for williamson county court and williamson county police department did not immediately respond to people's request for comment okay i already said that part Mm. That's a shame! White on white crime.
2: White on white crime.
1: Now he's selling drugs. Uh, Lady Gaga is in the news. Okay. She flaunts her slender figure in tight all-black outfit as she heads to studio in NYC. It's good to see Lady Gaga back on these streets.
2: I know. Wearing
1: skin-tight clothes again. She's got an underrated body, guys okay
2: and a gorgeous voice
1: she's a style cha- uh, chameleon and currently rocking sleek extra long blonde locks The lady gaga was definitely turning heads in new york on tuesday as she headed to a studio the 32 year old singer showed off her slim figure in black a black bodysuit and skinny jeans with suspenders along with towering platform boots oh that she is strutting that stuff with the suspenders um the just dance I don't know
2: how she walking in them shoes though
1: mm-hmm the just dance hit maker accessorize her look with the diamond shaped sunglasses and a pouch style mini handbag okay um gaga who was engaged to talent agent christian carino 48 also carried some pl- pretty white roses with her pro- possibly from an adoring fan yeah it's, it's funny how like these stars be the biggest like celebrities on earth and shit and then they just be married to some white dude that got some power or some shit
2: yeah so like i said dudes you don't even you wouldn't even know who they were if you seen them out on the streets
1: yep like this actress is married to this dude who happens to be a movie producer and it's crazy meanwhile it's believed that the born this way songstress is working on her sixth studio album footage of her in the studio has been circulating on social media including clips of her wielding a baton and conducting an orchestra
0: Hmm.
1: Mm -hmm. also this month the first trailer dropped for the remake her remake of a star is born in which she plays the female lead opposite of bradley cooper the film also directed by cooper is set for an october release though the original 1937 film was not a musical subsequent versions happen and this upcoming gaga version is to be uh musical as well but good luck lady gaga and bradley cooper
2: i know i won't be watching
1: godspeed to you and your whiteness
2: uh, it sounds pretty
1: white though stars born
2: oh it is white
1: mm-hmm.
2: pretty, pretty white
1: jerry sonville reveals that he didn't think it was necessary to fire roseanne Barr after her racist tweet You could have said nothing of course he didn't he also thinks colleges are too sensitive this is y'all hero comedians come
2: on <laughs> yeah. i remember hope when, he not y'all
1: heroes remember when comedians was trying him out like he said something talking about how he wasn't funny at college and that meant college colleges was bad but not mm-hmm. his jokes
2: Right, you your jokes just didn't relate to the student body population.
1: Couldn't possibly be that your that your enough people in the outdated. crowd didn't find your jokes funny.
2: They were like, Who the fuck is this old man is not funny?
1: It's not like one person walked out, you know what I mean? Just nobody thought your shit was funny. Um anyway, um he uh basically came out and said, um, he doesn't believe it was necessary to fire Roseanne Barr from her enormously I mean, eponymously titled sitcom following his a racist tweet. The sixty five year old TV star had a sitcom canceled last month after she likened Valerie Jarrett, a former advisor of Barack Obama, to an ape. But now fellow comedian Jerry uh Seinfield has said that he doesn't think ABC needed to cancel the show and end Roseanne's career as she was already ruining it for herself.
2: Her career is not ruined. She did not lose anything. She's still a rich ass white woman. What are we talking about here, y'all?
1: i didn't see why it was necessary to fire her why would you murder someone who's committing suicide but i never saw someone ruin their entire career with one button push that was fresh you know what karen i'm gonna take it back i have a problem with that comment i think it's about the context that was probably a joke
2: in that case i think his
1: joke was she's so terrible she would have ended her own career so why fire her now maybe there's some other quotes in here that i'm missing but i'm looking at this and i don't see yeah I, I don't see that he i don't think he really is defending her the headline makes it seem that way right he started he added to entertainment tonight it's entertainment tonight for god's sake so you know he was just making a joke right i think they should get another roseanne they brought dan carter connor back he was dead and they brought him back so why can't we get another roseanne there's other funny women that could do that part you need to get the comic in there i hate to see a comic lose a job yeah
2: yeah they could.
1: I, i'm actually okay with this because i made the same joke
2: yeah they could have rosie o'donnell do it did her like who is it uh Go Aunt Ville. family matters uh, sit oh. upstairs and get a replacement judy. and keep it trucking
1: they didn't get a replacement for judy well but Judy she went upstairs judy was and never came forever. back now if you talking now, about Fresh uh, Prince, yeah Viv. okay yes
2: yeah they replaced her and went from dog rib to light unvib and with it, it was like this it's the same woman i
1: also think there were two harriets too am i making that up in my mind guys that there were two harriets on family matters there was oh I it know. was
2: say, unless my ass is bad there was uh
1: yeah okay yeah um, yeah, that woman changed yeah so to be honest man i actually don't um i have a problem with this this is fine this is one of the good benefits of white people news he was just trying to be funny um and i actually think that's kind of funny she was so bad she was gonna fuck up her career regardless so why fire her? um now obviously he can't be serious because she had to go hmm um let's see what our time look like see if i gotta switch over almost um pink shows off her domesticated mama skills with a handmade blanket for her superhero son jameson
2: oh did she make it somebody else made the handmade
1: i don't know but she named her son after some whiskey if that ain't white
2: i like jameson whiskey
1: Mm.
2: mixed with other stuff
1: you know it's funny because a lot of black people name their kids after alcohol so what can i say alizé moette mm-hmm. i met a, quite a few amaretto
0: mm-hmm.
1: i met a few uh she's enjoying a well-deserved break from her world tour and pink appears to be keeping her hands busy while crap with crafting projects as she shared her latest accessory on instagram the 38 year old songstress posted a photo of her one-year-old son jameson moonheart <laughs> jameson sorry practice <laughs> practicing practically taking flight wearing a sweet crochet blanket as a cape underneath a superhero costume he had an incredibles costume
2: oh he look adorable
1: Mm-hmm. um i'm gonna go to the next session guys because we're about to get cut off we'll be right back give me one second um uh, but he does look adorable
2: he does He's a little incredible after looking like jack jack
1: yep and you know i'm just surprised that she had time to hop off of that uh trampe- trapeze and uh you know do some regular people shit yeah like and i wonder if she crocheted she... It in the trapeze
2: all that traveling and stuff but she probably was crocheting on the plane and everywhere else she was
1: mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> backstage crocheting
1: she only felt comfortable working on the trapeze she got a she up there just swinging around
2: and and, and the crocheting
1: mm-hmm. with the needles and shit at the same time uh i just invited you back on screen. now that's
2: a talent um maybe the
1: bay made the baby a bla- baby blanket and he likes it pink caption yeah. the, pro- the darling photo of the pair before adding the hashtag domesticated mama jameson proudly sported a and pajama set uh red pajama set from the incredibles films as he threw his arms up in the air wearing the gray blanket
2: oh could we get the picture back
1: the- oh shit Uh oh, hold on sorry I forgot
2: Oh no,
1: problem. Uh, mm mm. No, y'all got to see Jameson Moon. Okay?
2: Yes, we got to see james looking adorable.
1: Mm hmm. Um. Then she recently doted on her daughter Willow after the seven-year-old bartered for more cash to pull out a loose tooth. Loose tooth wills is gonna be the next major investment banker uh husband carrie hart wrote on instagram we settled on a hundred bucks for one shot at pulling her tooth out was the best money i ever spent and she got 20 weeks worth of tour per diem in five seconds look hashtag love this kid (laughs)
2: Mm
1: -mm -mm, that capitalism teach them early pink and carrie tied tonight in costa rica in 2006 but split two years later uh before reconciling so they been through it guys the cute couple are known for sharing their joys on social media and recently celebrated the little girl's birthday in addition to a relaxing lake trip
0: oh
1: not gonna lie a little surprise her husband's white thought she would have been with a black man that's just my i don't know apropos of nothing for real really uh <laughs> the grammy award winner artist who has been enjoying time with her family before heading off to the second leg of her successful beautiful trauma tour her seventh tour began in phoenix on march 1st and has received critical and commercial success she'll kick off the australian lego tour on july 3rd before taking the rest of the year off and resuming performances march 1st 2019 in florida there you guys go pink is up there just mothering them babies
0: oh
1: mm-hmm. see isn't this i feel much more relieved than i felt earlier how the you uh let's see what other white people are doing stuff um hot felon jeremy link meeks jeremy meeks y'all remember him felon mm-hmm. bay
2: the one that got with that duchess or, mm-hmm. or princess whoever she was that
1: rich girl she's like an heiress like mm-hmm. a, she was like and she stole him from his family and shit right he woke he welcomed his first child with heiress chloe green at the end of last month yeah heiress that's what she is okay and now it's back to business for hot felon jeremy meeks well, he got her pregnant as soon as he could didn't he come on secure the bag homie yeah that's right we're gonna be tied forever um and now it's back to business for hot fella jeremy meeks uh he's 34 years old he is the father of two are they counting this one as or are they counting the, oh did he have two kids from the previous marriage i don't know
2: no. yeah i don't know if it's three in total or two
1: yeah i don't i don't know um he was pictured in calabasas california for a meeting with his photographer manager slash jim jordan i mean photographer slash manager jim jordan on tuesday oh jim jordan getting them checks i feel you buddy photographer and a manager
0: mm-hmm.
1: i guess he knew he had a hot personality yes um jeremy was dressed for comfort in plain black t-shirt with camouflage cargo pants and a pair of kanye west yeezy Adidas yeezy boost third 350 v2 volume two in the black and red colorway he accessorized with a green baseball cap and gold jewelry including multiple necklaces bracelets and a gold watch well he can afford it now right when you dropping off seeds in Eris cooch you get some benefits okay yes you do she probably just got a, a fucking box of jewelry by the door like take two chains on your way out jeremy you did a great job today come on no doubt it was a busy business outing for jeremy as he chatted away on his uh, cell phone while following his manager i wonder what the lf on this uh cap stands for mm-hmm. last fuck boy earlier Somebody this...
2: said she got fed aligned
1: yep earlier this week he trapped her come on earlier this week jeremy was seen for the first time out and about since aries chloe gave birth it's thought that the mother of his second child is recuperating in england for now while jeremy nips back to the to the states chloe 27 and her beau hot Fell and jeremy announced the arrival of their first child this month chloe and jeremy confirmed the baby their baby news on instagram accounts on june 7th writing we are pleased to announce the birth of our beautiful baby boy jaden meeks green Ooh, they love that uh <laughs> he love that name man born uh born oh born may 29 2018 mother uh mommy and baby both doing well much love chloe and jeremy the top shelf heiress who is thought to be engaged to the convict kept her <laughs> they still called kept her crazy under wraps until earlier this month when she revealed her eye-popping baby bump during a holiday on her father sir philip's super yacht in monaco god she's rich
2: <laughs> their new arrival not the regular yacht the
1: super yacht god damn do what do i have is a, a cape
2: su- i mean i mean does the cape flap in the wind i mean what how do you how do you go from a regular yacht to a super yacht
1: do we got a secret identity
2: it probably does. It probably came at the fucking Batcave.
1: Has anybody ever seen regular yacht and super yacht at the same time? I mean, are they the same person? You know, does it get, like, turn, like turn into a in phone booth?
2: Right, right?
1: <laughs> oh, it's that other yacht is on fire. Where did our yacht go? I don't know. Anyway, uh their their new arrival is the first for Chloe who was allegedly determined to give birth and spend the rest, uh, start her motherhood at the sea. At sea. Wow. Mm that's some money i'm gonna have my baby on the ocean
2: mm-hmm. and she had a whole staff and crew deal. of
1: course chloe and jeremy said are said to have first set eyes on each other at the Cannes film festival in may 2017 where jeremy was modeling for philip Plein. shortly before uh they became practically inseparable well you can't let him out your eyesight we've learned that much Mm-mm. whether he's going back to jail or he's just popping in and hopping on other women um so Yep, good luck. hmm, good luck. Mm hmm. That man, he really improved his life by leaving his wife and kid to go be this woman's man. Oh,
2: apparently so. It's hard
1: to knock him. It's definitely an upgrade from prison. I mean, he won.
2: Yeah, he did.
1: Uh, let's see here. Um, exclusive. Heather Locklear has been placed on 5250 Psych Hold at ucla after downing a bottle of tequila crashing her porsche into a pylon on the grounds of her mansion getting arrested on police battery charges and then overdosing on pills
2: Woo! she doing a lot
1: how has no one heard about this right ain't she famous that should
2: have been breaking news
1: jesus she's having a time she's 56 years old Mm. Woo. Wow.
2: rocking like that a whole ass bottle
1: i'm, I'm trying to think did not she beat up her parents or something shit like that i recently? don't know
2: how's your kidneys functioning <laughs> I, I mean you give me a two minute uh one or two shots i'm like i'm out
1: a bottle of tequila a
2: whole goddamn bottle doll what what was her alcohol content level 5500.2
1: That's some wolf of wall street shit right heather locklear was arrested sunday night after downing a bottle of tequila crashing a porch to a pylon on the grounds of a california mansion the troubled actress 56 then attacked the cops when they arrived to calm her down and was arrested and booked on into ventura county jail on police battery charges she was released on monday morning but she was rushed to the hospital a little over six hours later after allegedly taking an overdose she's now believed to be inside the psychiatric ward at los angeles ucla medical center and has been placed on 5250 psychiatric code, which lasts for up to 14 days and includes a five-day detox as well as mental evaluation a source close to the actress said the night of their arrest she was so hammered the police came sunday at six and then left when they came back at midnight it was because she tried leaving she tried driving out in her Porsche she smashed a Porsche to a pylon in her gate the source said luckily couldn't make it off the grounds because she was so wasted Matura County Sheriff's Office sources confirmed the Daily Mail that 911 call out came as a result of a disturbance at her lavish Thousand Oaks mansion. Sunday's arrest comes exactly a week after she was cuffed and taken to the hospital after choking her mother, Diane, 85, and threatening to shoot herself. Woo! How's your mama alive if you tried to choke her and she was 85? You could have killed her. Come on after being released from hospital on tuesday june 19th the troubled melrose place star allegedly checked into a detox center but checked herself out again after completing just two days of a five-day program on the way home from the detox center on sunday morning she purchased a bottle of tequila which she drank before later attempting to drive off in a porsche damn on way home from detox well 14 days that's
2: mandatory you're gonna be staying all 14 them days baby and,
1: and chugging tequila is some surefire like i'm trying to get fucked up
2: Woo! how can you oh i know your throat and chest had to be on fire
1: locklear is understood to have been with a sobriety minder at the time they hang out with you to try to keep you off booze what how what what's a sobriety minder? hey hey do you mind not drinking that tequila hey hey i mind hey, excuse me ma'am i mind that let's let's not oh you're just gonna chug the whole thing i'm telling you right now i am minding this i I i'm minding your business okay well i mind terribly that you just did that they gave her a ride home obviously picked up a bottle of tequila on the ride home and off to the races she went sunday how did they give her a ride home but she somehow still got tequila right and you're the sobriety miner, minder you
2: just remind her that you're there right I'm here and I'm watching you. My job is to remind you.
1: That person was obviously with her Sunday. She needed a divorce from tequila. That's what she needs. When po- police responded to a disturbance call the residence at m- midnight, an angry Locklear allegedly punched a police officer who attempted to separate her from her family and kicked an EMT who was attempting to strap her to a gurney. Wow. She was taken to a hospital before being booked in Ventura County Jail at 2 a.m. and now faces two misdemeanor charges of battery on a peace officer released from jail just after 9 a.m on monday one emergency services were called back to her home at 3 p.m after the actress allegedly threatened to take some pills uh friends and family are now desperate for the 56 year old to get help and are hoping she will become the subject of the state uh california conservatorship which means being forced to get treatment for alcoholism alcoholism and pill addiction man things got bad for her man Mm -hmm. who knew who knew <clears throat> on that occasion uh yeah another ha- they had another altercation with her in february um on that occasion a source at the ventura police department told the com, at the time a wasted locklear had flown into a rage and practically bit the tip off her boyfriend chris heiser's nose oh when police arrived at the address in a rage, locklear became angrier still and punched a female deputy while calling her a cunt a search warrant prepared by man how did she not get shot a search warrant white. prepared she done attack like three de- different people white yeah a search warrant prepared by deputy keith hall asked that locklear claimed the fight began when hoser lied to her and she threw a can of red bull at him hall went on to say she did told the officer that hessier had strangled her and that she was afraid he would kill her Locklear stated she did not lose consciousness but was strangled for a long time and thought she might pass out just take it to the hospital before being booked in jail um at a on uh, at a i am on single count of felony domestic battery and four counts of misdemeanor battery on a peace officer it
2: was like a uh, no ma'am going by this evidence you started this and you fucked him up beat off his goddamn nose
1: the domestic violence charges later dropped but Locklear still faces trial on police battery damages and has temporarily been banned from possessing firearms
2: nigga you bite off my nose i'm pressing all the fucking charges
1: temporarily by the way you can get your guns back soon, but not just not right now. Her residence has been declared a hazard by Ventura County Emergency Services because of previous threats to shoot at cops. Once again, I this is a supreme whiteness. Come on, this is like the final level boss of whiteness. If you can say all that shit and cops keep showing up and then you whoop their ass like the end of Superfly. Come- <laughs> ah, fuck them up, Jesus. Alright guys, let's, uh, do some sword ratchetness, so I gotta get out of here. Actually, the sound of the police at Heather Locklear's house.
2: Come on, when they come in there talking to her,
1: <laughs> ding, a, ding 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 ding. <laughs> she got a sword. You know, he said she couldn't have no guns. Right? She got another weapon. Well, we better take her in peacefully. We wouldn't want it to be an incident.
2: And Can't she, have no
1: misunderstandings.
2: The fucking karate chopping the hell out of y'all.
1: Portland, Oregon. Uh, Portland police chief Danielle Outlaw. I want a name for a police chief. <laughs> yes um is asking for an internal review into an officer's actions while responding to a reported stabbing march 14th the clerk at everyday food Mart called police to report she was being attacked by a man later identified as michael Delsman, armed with a knife according to the court documents Delsman entered the convenience store that morning started threatening to kill and physically harm the store clerk he pulled out a knife and got behind the clerk's counter once behind the counter uh with the knife he began to attack the victim he, the clerk then grabbed a sword from behind the counter in self defense. She and Delman started to struggle over the knife and sword. She was able to push Delman out of the store and into to the road where the struggle continued. Both the clerk and Delman fell down outside and continued to continue the struggle. Delman then began to strike the victim on her back with the knife on multiple occasions during the entire incident. Delman said to the victim that you Mexicans and Blacks need to lead the country.
2: Oh, a little bit of racism in there
0: too. Okay
1: wash good. it at washman enjoy a sparkly white. College- mm-hmm. white uh de- during the entire incident da, 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 delvin is charged with second degree assault second degree intimidation unlawful use of a weapon no hate crimes uh oregon law second degree intimidation is considered a hate crime okay all right a court uh on thursday his court appointed attorney entered a not guilty plea on his behalf okay just mm-hmm. <laughs> a misunderstanding uh he clearly hit the clerk on the back with the knife the victim then began bleeding from her back so he attacked a black or mexican woman it seems the first responding officer uh waited for backup to arrive um why is this ad popping up come on man get on my page the hell is happening i don't know do i have to sign up for this i don't want to sign up a lot of them make you sign up. They don't show you like half the
2: story. They be like, "If you want more, I'm not signed up for shit." No, I'm not being on somebody else's email chain that I got unsubscribed. I
1: just lied and said I'm already subscribed, though I'm not, and still won't let me off. But uh, you know what, guys? That's the kind of show it's been today. You have a good one. Yeah, we'll see you guys Saturday for feedback. We will. Bacon will be here Sunday, I believe. Yay!
0: Uh,
2: I'll double check
1: the the ch- this calendar, but I believe it's Sunday. Okay. All right. Until then.